seven things you didn't know, you need to know. I'm Kira Evans, and this is the Standard 7 Ireland Edition. In the next seven minutes or so, we look back on a week that saw Irish fishermen go global in their battle with the Russian Navy. Warnings that the pandemic isn't really over. Bad news for leaving certs as exams return and commemorations for the 50th anniversary of Bloody Sunday. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. And don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. The ongoing row between Russia and West Cork's fishermen came to an unexpectedly successful conclusion over the weekend as the Russian ambassador announced that the naval exercises would move away from Ireland's coastal waters. Curryman Tony O'Sullivan was live on CNN from Castletown Bear in West Cork to share with the world the extraordinary diplomatic intervention. You actually met with the Russian ambassador. It was you who, who spoke with the ambassador earlier this week. Uh, you've got a result. You must be delighted. Oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't you be? Like, this is all we wanted. Now we can give out the information to our boats, listen lads, out you go, fish away no worries and um, mind the weather. Minister for Foreign Affairs and Defence Simon Coveney who had also written to the Russian ambassador says the incident has prompted his department to prepare a report on Ireland's defensive capabilities. There are capacity constraints uh, in the Irish Defence Forces in terms of their number and the equipment that they have Uh, and I would like as a Minister for Defence to address that comprehensively but I would also like this uh, report to be used as an opportunity to have a proper political national debate on defence in Ireland. Chief Medical Officer Tony Houlihan was testifying in front of the Doyle. He says there's no finalised plan to wind down Neffet and that there'll be a need for a multi-professional advisory panel going forward. He also had words of warning for those who think the pandemic is over. You can see that we have very, very high levels of infection and our view is that these high levels of infection are likely to continue. You're going to encounter this virus and you should assume that you're going to encounter this virus even if, even if it's inadvertent and if you're not protected through vaccination and booster, this is still a very serious disease. Deputy CMO Roland Lynn did have some positive news for Prime school children as a review of the requirement for mask wearing is underway. Those 100,000 children, the vast majority of them only have one dose, they'll get their second dose over the next two to three weeks and hopefully many others will come forward and get vaccinated in, in the interim um, and as I say at that point hopefully we'll be in a, in a position to, to, to update the recommendation. It was transfer deadline day, but somehow by the time the window closed at midnight, Boris Johnson was still at number 10. In a dramatic day, Sue Gray delivered a partially redacted report which investigated 16 different gatherings that took place during lockdown and concluded that there was a failure of leadership and judgment by number 10 Downing Street. The government has pledged to publish an updated report once the Met Police are finished their investigation, having been handed 500 pages of documents and over 300 photos. Boris then addressed the comments around the time he should have been doing a call with President Putin. Firstly, I want to say sorry. And I'm sorry for the things we simply didn't get right, and also sorry for the way that this matter has been handled. We are making changes now to the way Downing Street and the Cabinet Office run, so that we can get on with the job that I was elected to do, Mr Speaker, and the job that this government was elected to do. Mr Speaker, I get it and I will fix it. Labour leader Keir Starmer began his response by thanking Sue Gray for her work and pointing out that the Prime Minister is now under criminal investigation as 12 party cases are now being investigated by the Met Police. He is a man without shame. And just as he has done throughout his life, he's damaged everyone and everything around him along the way.
After weeks of speculation, Education Minister Norma Foley finally announced what the plan is for the 2022 Leaving Certificate. It's not great news for students who were hoping for another year of hybrid exams, with the Minister confirming it will return to a more traditional format. The decision that has been announced today is that the written exams will go ahead in June, but they will be significantly different exams to what students would have experienced in the past. So, for example, accommodations and changes on the paper, the maths exam paper 1 and 2 would traditionally have 10 questions to be answered, they will now have six questions to answer. She says after two years of pandemic changes that it was simply impossible to do accredited grades as approximately 25% of students haven't sat the junior cert. There needs to be comparability in a national exam between students. So in previous years, we relied upon the junior cycle data to provide that comparability. We don't have that data for one in four of our students. So the accredited grades of last year could not be offered to the class of 2022. So to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Joe Biden tackles ISIS and you too have a special tribute for Bloody Sunday. Right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. While the world has been focused on Ukraine, President Joe Biden has been keeping one eye on ISIS and their activities in Syria. A US Special Forces raid led to the death of Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Qarashi. Joe says his death removed a major terrorist threat to the world. We made a choice to pursue a Special Forces raid at a much greater risk than our, to our own people rather than targeting him with an airstrike. We made this choice to minimize civilian casualties. As our troops approached to capture the terrorists, in a final act of desperate cowardness, he chose to blow himself up, not just with the vest, but to blow up that third floor, rather than face justice for the crimes he has committed. Wobby Goldberg found herself in hot water after a segment on Daily Talk Show The View came off the rails. While discussing a Tennessee school board who've banned an anti-Holocaust novel, she made a serious error. Strong protests followed and she quickly corrected herself and apologised. I said that the Holocaust wasn't about race and it was instead about man's inhumanity to man. But it is indeed about race because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jews to be an inferior race. Now words matter and mine are no exception. I regret my comments as I said and I stand corrected. I also stand with the Jewish people as they know. She's now been suspended for two weeks by Network ABC. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, an American legend retires and Lego Batman meets his biggest fan. Sunday marked 50 years since the terrible events of Bloody Sunday in Derry when 14 innocent civilians were murdered by the British Army as they opened fire on a peaceful civil rights demonstration. President Michael D. Higgins sent a video message to those gathered to commemorate their loss. We remember them and those tragic events not simply as history on a page but as part of the living memory of so many of the people of this city and indeed of this island. They took Michal Martin marked the occasion with a visit to Derry and he says it's important that justice is served. I don't believe there should be any amnesties uh, for anybody um, and I believe that um, uh, the, the, the full um, process of, of, of the courts and, and, and justice should be deployed. There was also a surprise contribution from U2 who posted a new acoustic version of Sunday Bloody Sunday in commemoration. Sunday, 
bloody Sunday. Sunday, bloody Sunday. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7 a.m. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced, and published by Daft Doris. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.